0: times we've done this, and we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just $25. bucks. it will walk you step-by-step step through growing your list, and in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out, and let's get into this week's episode.
1: This is the Hard Soul & Hustle podcast, episode number 15. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul & Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What is up, Heart Hustler? I am so excited for this week's episode because I am bringing you Jenna. And Jenna is a sparkly lawyer that is going to help you feel better about legal and launch. Now, I know what I said there. It'll all make sense once we get into the interview. But I'm really excited because we're going to be talking about some really, really cool stuff today. And Jenna is a lawyer for digital businesses. That's what she does full time now. And she had a really, really successful launch of her first legal program, $170,000 launch to be exact. And so what I decided to do today was take you guys behind the scene and get both sides of the coin. So what does it take legally to launch a program? And what does it take, you know, from a marketing standpoint? And there's just so many good nuggets in this episode. I can't even wait to dive in. But before I do that, I want to take a quick second to invite you over to the Heart Hustler's Facebook group. You can head to hearthustlers.com and there you'll find a community of thousands of online entrepreneurs just like you working to turn their side hustle into a full time hustle. So if you want to join our Facebook community, it's hearthustlers.com and thousands of us are waiting for you. Now, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Jenna. Hey, Jenna, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I am super excited to talk to you today because you have just this like wide range of expertise. You have a thriving Facebook group. You've done a massively successful launch by any standard and you got your hands in the lawyer game, which <laughs> as a growing business, I've been having a little bit of fun with lately. So super excited to dive in. Before we do, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you've come from, all that good stuff.
2: Cool. So, hi. I am Jenna Shingle Jaffe, and I am a sparkly lawyer. I call myself sparkly lawyer because it's very much me. I'm very – I like glitter and sparkles and unicorns and all that good stuff, and people get so confused when they hear that because sparkles have nothing to do with law but everything to do with me. And so, you know, branding is all about you, and so that's just really how I've kind of coined myself. So, I was working as a corporate lawyer in New York City for a while, and was pretty miserable. And my now wife, Jordana Jaffe, she had been an entrepreneur her whole life. And she was like, you should start your own business. And I was like, no way. Like, it's just not anything I'd ever thought about or knew. But after kind of seeing how she ran her business and meeting a ton of people in her world, I was like, this is amazing and incredible. And these women are so empowered. And I was like, there's a really great market opportunity here because entrepreneurs really need legal protection. But a lot of times they can't afford to go to a law firm because they're startups. So I kind of made my own little niche of this affordable, accessible lawyer for online business owners. So I started my business in January of 2014 um, and really was trying to change the face of lawyers and law firms and kind of how they operate. So I've been doing this for a little over two years now, and it's been Incredible and scary and awesome, and everything that entrepreneurship comes with.
1: Oh, I love it. And I like what you said about it being affordable and accessible, but so important because yeah. I put off a lot of legal stuff that I should have done earlier, like getting a trademark, which ended up being a nightmare until I had the help of <laughs> someone. <Yeah. laughs> and And just all kinds of stuff like that. Awesome. So you have a core program that you've launched. It was a $170,000 launch. It's it's your legal program. Can you talk to us a little bit about kind of the road from, you know, you left a really, I'm assuming, lawyer in New York, comfortable job to yes. kind of do your own thing and end up being a really successful launch. $170,000 is, is yeah. not chump change. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey from kind of yeah. the comfort of a secure job to the massive instability that is the, the world we're drawn to?
2: Yeah, oh my gosh. So I, I was doing very well in New York and, you know, had money for whatever I felt like doing. And so my family thought I was crazy for leaving that. My parents are working class. So I, you know, came do at this law firm making more than my parents ever did combined. And so to leave that, they thought I was insane, but I knew for me, my own happiness and sanity was, was worth more than than they were paying me. So, actually in my first 9 months of business, I made six figures. But then I actually almost had to file bankruptcy after my first year of business. And that's because I wasn't smart with how I spent my money and my time. I invested in like all the programs and I went to like every event and retreat and conference and traveled the world and I never took the time to implement the things that I learned. So that's like the biggest lesson that I took from that. So now having no money, I had to look for jobs. So I started looking for jobs in a law firm. And I was like, you know what, like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't give up. I'm going to give myself one more go. And I put everything I had into this, this relaunch of my legal court promoting B-School. So I took part of that money and I hired a launch strategist, Facebook ads person, and a copywriter. And I worked my butt off. I did a video series. I did like six different webinars and then I did webinars for different people. And it culminated in making 170000 in revenue. And that saved my, my business. So that happened. And then the momentum just kept building from there. And since then, my business has been doing awesome. I really made a name for myself and, but I still am of the mindset of making law accessible and affordable. And so I'm, like I said, for my business is just very much me. And so that's what you get. So like nothing has changed, even though like my business has done really, really well. And so my core values of making law more kind of fun for me. I think education is empowering, and that's why I created the course to really teach people what it is they need to know and why they're using these documents. And sure, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't even want to know. I don't care. I just want to get protected, right? But to be able to understand these documents, why you have them, why they're important, why your clients are signing them, and why you're signing them from other people, people have really been drawn to that and have had such a great response to it because you're getting a ton of documents plus access to a lawyer at a really low cost. So that's really why the program was created in the first place. And and it's great for me because it's, you know, it's, it's one to many, coaching one to many, you know, so it's not a, a ton of work anymore. It was a lot of work to create it, but not as much now. So it was, I, I personally think a good business move on my part, because at first I was like, I can only do one-on-one work. I can only do custom contracts. And I was working my butt off and I was like, this isn't fun. this isn't the freedom and flexibility that I was looking for. So my wife was a business coach at the time and she had a group program. And I was like, I want a group program, but I was like, I don't know. I don't even know how I could have a group program and, and ended up with a legal course. So
1: awesome. I love it. And there's, there's so many little nuggets of there that I just like want to dive into. And the the first one is that you said you had like taken all of the courses. And I think Mm -hmm. that what's really interesting is from listening to you is it's not taking the courses that created the success. And it's always like this double-edged sword talking about that because like, you know, you have courses, I have courses and we never want to be like, don't take the courses. Right, right. But what it really comes down to is you just did something and you like really took a a pretty bold risk. And you said you hired a strategist and a Facebook ads person. um, Mm -hmm. And I think you said a video person in there and, and you kind of made a really, loud splash that created that forward momentum. And I think so many people are like afraid of that risk or that, you know, whatever it is that stops them from making that huge splash that lets them move forward. And the other thing that that you talked about that I'd maybe love to dive into a little more because we talk about launches all the time, but you have kind of solved this problem. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about this because I think you are in a, a unique field legal, which is people don't necessarily think they need it until they Mm -hmm. absolutely need it. And I think that that's how, even if it's not true, that's how a lot of us perceive our services, right? Mm -hmm. Like people don't really need it unless they need it. So can you talk a little bit about how you were able to kind of market this? Because I know that like, I've never considered legal until I had to start throwing down, you know, several thousand dollars this year to get the stuff I needed. Prior to that, I was like, well, one day when I when my business is big enough, I will. So how do you kind of overcome that with your product?
2: Yeah, that's been the challenge for me. That's been the biggest challenge in knowing that legal is something that everyone needs, but that people don't want or they don't want to spend their money on it yet because they say a lot of times people say to me, oh, well, I need to get a few clients before I can hire you. And I don't like to use fear-based marketing. I just think it's kind of icky. But at the same time, I do have to tell people that, look, the second you put yourself out there as a business owner, you open yourself up to liability. You take a client on, you're opening yourself up to the client running away from the client stop, you know, stop paying you to disparaging you talking poorly about you on social media. There's just a lot of different things that can go wrong and while lawyers might seem like Debbie Downers in that way, that's what we're supposed to look at. We're supposed to say, okay, what can go wrong and how can we prevent that from happening before it happens? Right? So having the legal protection in place, I always like to say, is like having health insurance. You don't anticipate getting really sick or, you know, getting hit by a car, but in case that happens, you have the health insurance to cover you. That's the same with legal. You don't anticipate getting sued. You don't anticipate your clients running away, but if that happens, the legal documents are there to help you navigate the route that you need to take in order to protect yourself. So that's kind of how I, I talk about it with people, looking at it from, you know, a sense of protection. And client agreements actually protect both you and your client. So when I put it that way, and I tell people, because a lot of times people are like, oh, well, it's kind of icky. I don't want to give my client a document. They'll think I won't trust them. I say to them, like, look, it's actually saying I promise to deliver what I am saying that I'm going to deliver. And if I, as a coach, don't deliver, you can get your money back. So there's this protection on both sides. So in that way, it's talking, that's more empowering, you know, and instead of like fear based of like, they might leave and sue you, you know, whatever. It's been a journey for me to navigate how to talk to people about how essential law really is.
1: Yeah. So you, so it yeah. sounds like it's kind of a culmination of really understanding your product, but then also understanding the problems you might solve, even if it's not, you know, the core problem. So like you said, you know, the, the core thing that you're solving is people need accessible and affordable legal advice when they're just starting. But what they're seeing as the problem is, well, I do want my clients to feel empowered or I do want protection. So it's kind of that that classic case of yes, you're giving them what they want, but really the back end offer is what they need. What it's that need. legal that they need. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's been it like I said, it's been a journey trying to figure out how to navigate that because in my own head, because I'm a lawyer, I'm like, oh, well, of course people need it because they need it. They're <laughs> going to want it. No. <laughs> you know, so it's been, you know, had to kind of go around and, you know, circumvent it and figure out the need versus the want because people buy what they want, not what they need. So, you know, that's, and, and you know, a lot of marketers will tell that to you, you got to sell them what they want, but give them what they need. So that's been, it's been a bit of a journey and, and it's hard to say to people who they have, you know, a thousand bucks to play with and they want to grow their business. I'm helping to protect them. So I'm not allowing them to make money. I'm allowing them to save money, but they just only see making money. You know what I mean? So it's kind of it's kind of hard navigating that when they're like, oh, well, I only have a thousand dollars. I need a website. Uh, And I'm kind of like, oh, well, if you have a website, you need website documents. So it's kind of, you know, (laughs) it's like the chicken or the egg.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, all that being said, you've managed to position it fairly successfully. Can you talk to us a little bit about your launch? You said it was, can you give us some of the numbers? Maybe talk to us about like, how did it break down? Because I know we talked about this before we started, but I saw your face all over the place in groups that I'm in Mm -hmm. programs that I was in like all over the place. So how did you kind of go from that point of, you talked about it, like I was ready to just pull the plug mm-hmm.
0: to giving
1: it another shot to like just massive, you know, I hate to say overnight success, but that was the the right. perception. Right. Can you talk about that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely was not an overnight <laughs> success, but yes. So when I go all in, I go all in. And I mean, I reached out to everyone and I had an affiliates basically is what is what happened. I mean, I reached out to Big name players. I'm not embarrassed. Like when it comes to, you know, asking for help, no like pride, ego problems at all. So I reached out to a lot of people and asked them to be affiliates for my program. I also, I don't do this anymore, but at the time I also licensed my program to different countries so that people in different countries could buy the program. So I had other attorneys that I was working with. And my affiliates were a huge help in promoting. I hired a videographer, so I did a free video series where people got a sense of who I am, my personality, and why legal is important. And I had my affiliates promote the video series, and I did Facebook ads to the video series. And then I did this really crazy, extensive webinar series I think I did like six webinars just myself, plus I did webinars for my affiliates. And so that's why I kind of overnight, you would say, popped up everywhere because I had people promoting me. Because I'm in a field that is not highly saturated, there's not a ton of lawyers that do what I do, it was easier for me to get affiliates on board because it's not like they have a program just like mine. You know, there's so many business coaches out there. And so it's hard to promote a business coach because it's like, okay, well, how do you do something different than this other business coach? So for me, that was a huge part, I think, of my success is that there just isn't a lot of, and I don't like the word competition, but, but you know, that is a good word to describe in here. Not a lot of competition. So that played a big part in it, just reaching out to people. And we talked a little bit earlier, but visibility was huge for me. And it was, I felt very raw and vulnerable at the time because of what I was going through financially. But I knew that visibility was the only thing that was really going to help me get out of that. And so I had to just put myself out there and put my face out there. And I was going through a really rough time personally, because I was depressed because of what I was going through, but I had to really pick myself up and put a smile on my face and work through it. You know, the podcast is called, I really had to put my heart and hustle into (laughs) this launch if I didn't want to have to go back to a corporate job.
1: I love it. And I'd love to address that there's probably two sides to the coin in terms of the listeners. And I'm thinking there's probably people who are seeing all this potential that you literally can go from zero to 180 you know, with the right tools and knowledge and mindset and understanding, you know, in a short period of time. But I think there's another side that might be thinking kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't have the money for, for a video series or to get that license out there or, you know, all that stuff. But I don't really see it as that. I see it as you took these really calculated choices and and I kind of wrote down really three core things that you did, which is you took big, Risk in asking affiliates who may have said no, you know, and and some people may not perceive that as a risk, but I'm confident in saying a majority of people fully understand what I mean by <laughs> by yeah. a risk. And people and, said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people will say no to you, and you also did something bold and different, which I think helps people stand out so much. Which is, I remember seeing your program when it came out that you did license it to other countries. And that alone, in my mind, was like, wow, this is something different and unique. You also said, you know, you did the work, which I love so much. You put the hustle in you. For those that don't know, and maybe your experience was, was different, but can you just like briefly 10, 15 seconds, like a video series doesn't take 45 minutes. How long did it take you to do that?
2: Well, I hired a videographer. So put money towards making this professional. So I had a videographer come to my house and spend a few hours with me.
1: Right. Awesome. Uh, So, I mean, so you put hours, but then there's the script that you have to write and there's the direction. So, yeah. So I just, that is what I'm kind of like, I know I stepped in. I'm going to stop talking in just a hot sec, but that's what I wanted to hear is, you know, you can have this massive success, but it does take work. It does take uniqueness. It does take finding where your positioning is in the marketplace and taking those big risks. So can you kind of talk to us, you know, so you had that big launch going. It was super successful. So on the legal side of things, while you were doing all this, what are the things that you like absolutely had to put in place to mm-hmm. make sure that this launch was good?
2: Well, I had all of my affiliates sign contracts. You have to, you know, because I'm giving them money if they had people sign up. So I had affiliate agreements. I had a terms of purchase on my website. So when people bought my program, they agreed to an actual contract, but they didn't have to physically sign it. So that's a different type of way that you can have people agree to a document. You just have them click a little checkbox. So I had to draft that. I had to have my terms and my privacy and disclaimer on my sales page so that people, you know, would have all of that those are three documents that you need to have on your website, basically that protect the content, protect other people's private information, and protect my own liability. So I had to get that in place. And then I had a team. So I had contracts with my team members, too. So I did I did all my own legal work and, you know, got all of the all the stuff in place. I also had my program named Trademark. So, yeah, there's stuff that I had to do behind the scenes for to protect that. And, you know, my my materials all belong to me. So like stuff about intellectual property and copyright and trademark is all in the contract that my students agreed to when they signed up. So there are things that go on. In order to protect programs and content and all of that, that people don't think about when they go to sell their own program, you want to make sure that your own content is protected. And so there's provisions in contracts about that. When you have affiliates, you have to make sure that affiliates are signing agreements and then you have to get, for tax purposes, you have to get their tax information so that you can send them a 1099. Um, there's like a lot of different moving parts that happen when you have other people on board. So, I mean, fortunately for me, I know about that. And so now that's what I teach about.
1: I love it. And I think that the big thing to kind of talk about and just touch on that you said is, you know, it can feel really overwhelming, but you also have a team and multiple moving parts. And I think most people kind of evolve to that point. You have the legal backing to do it. But, you know, I personally, you know, we waited months, which I would not recommend to trademark and (laughs) we survived. But I do think that there's something to be said for getting all those pieces in place and understanding it. And you definitely need that, that kind of sense of understanding. Like the first time my account was like, do you have a 1099? I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and we were in a little bit of hot water at the end of 2015. Yeah. Luckily we only work with the best, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's so important. So if somebody's just kind of starting out, yeah. right. And you kind of talked about this, you know, are those the essential pieces they need? Is it those, those documents on your website? Like, If I said to you, Jenna, what's like the one thing I absolutely have to have before I ever take a dollar from someone?
2: So when there's an exchange of money happening between two people, you want to have an agreement in place. And so if you're a service-based business, that would be a client agreement. And that is going to protect, again, both you and the client. It's going to protect you because it's going to protect the money that you're getting. And it's going to protect all the content that you give out. And it's going to protect the client because it's going to make you as the coach or designer, whomever you are. It's going to make sure that you actually deliver on what you're promising. So my favorite thing to talk about is a client agreement. So before there's any exchange of money, there should absolutely be an agreement in place between the two parties. One thing that you need to invest in, definitely a client agreement. Yeah. And if you have a website, then there's stuff for your website too. But definitely a client agreement because you want to protect your money. That's why you're in business in the first
1: place, right? Absolutely. No, I love it. And that's that's one of the first things that we did is we... I'm not mistaken, we had somebody draw up some personal contracts for us that we were using. And I love that as we've been talking, I think that one of the big things I'm taking away is we have this balancing act going, which I love, which is like, here's the launch and here's the legal, which perfect title right there. But you can kind of start small and work your way up, right? You don't have to have this legal arsenal of attorneys and cease and no, desist so. and, and contracts and all this stuff. You can build this up over time.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, yeah, I'm not of the mindset that you need everything right away. Everyone's (laughs) in a different spot too.
1: Awesome. I love it. So before we wrap up, let me ask you, we talked about all kinds of stuff, which I love. We talked about launching and we talked about legal aspects and what you did to kind of really just show up out of nowhere. So I don't know just being like a bomb interview, but... There's so much stuff. If you could give people just one piece of advice, like one thing that they can do in the next week to really get results, what would that be?
2: In terms of legal or just business?
1: Totally up to you. We'll have like a wild card.
2: Okay, cool. (laughs) I'm going to go the business route, actually. It would be to take what you've learned from other people, whether it be a program, a coach, Facebook group, whatever, and actually take the time to implement it. That is so key because it's it's the one thing that I think we don't do enough of. And it's the problem that I had. We take all these courses and programs and we learn incredible things. We listen to podcasts, we watch interviews, but we don't take the advice that people give and actually put it into place. And that's what's gonna move our business forward.
1: I love it and I couldn't agree more. And what does the word hustle mean to you as it applies to business?
2: Yeah, so I think that there's a few different definitions that people have of hustle. And I think that a lot of times people think of it It's kind of a pejorative of like, oh, I need to work so hard and blah, blah, blah. For me, one of my core desired feelings and one of my big words is ease. I like to have a lot of ease and simplicity in my business and in my life. So for me, the hustle is when I have something that I have to do, I carve the time out to do it and I get it done and I don't let myself get distracted. And then I have the time to do the things that I really enjoy. I mean, I love doing, I love my job and love what I do, but, you know, have the time to be with my family and my friends. So for me, the hustle was really taking the time to sit down and do the things that have to be done in my business to get myself forward so that I can play more in my life.
1: Awesome. I love it. And then tell us a little bit about where can we find out more about you? What are you working on right now? And of course, we'll put all of the links inside of the show notes.
2: So my main website is com, and just look below because to spell that. (laughs) 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 That big name. And I partnered with another lawyer actually to make the legal course. So she, her name's Lisa Fraley. She had a legal course. I had a legal course. We combined them to make an even more epic legal course. It's called damsel goes bear. And it's just damselgoesbear.com. And we have two different tiers where you get a bunch of different legal templates. You get video lessons on how to customize them. And then you get If you're in the big tier, you get access to Lisa and I to ask us questions. So we have like a DIY tier and then a full-blown access tier. Getting ready to launch that again, which is super exciting.
1: Awesome. I love it. Well, we will put it all up in the show notes because we had your wife on a few shows ago and you both have very fun to spell names. So we'll make sure that everything (laughs) is in the show notes. We'll get you guys a link in just a second. And Jenna, thank you so, so much for being on today. I really appreciate it.
2: Oh, Thanks for having me.
1: Well, not a bad interview. We covered some really, really awesome stuff. And one of the big things that I want to touch on is that Jenna was able to have a really, really successful first launch because she utilized other people's audiences with, you know, joint ventures and affiliates and driving other people to her video series. And I think that that's something really important to take note of that the size of your audience isn't always the most important factor. It has more to do with how good are you at outreach? How good are you at going out and finding new people to either rep your products or be part of your products, right? So I think one of the biggest lessons from this episode is that you don't need a massive audience to have a massive launch. Now, we also talked about some really cool stuff like, you know, some of the core things you should probably have together before you legally start putting programs out there. And, you know, we covered a couple of things like terms of service, privacy policy, disclaimer, client agreements. And I know that's not the most exciting stuff to some online entrepreneurs. And Jenna and I have talked about this as well, but I decided to package some of these tips up with, you know, the tactical marketing things, because those are really, really important. And, If you take the time to just get those terms of service and your disclaimers in place now, you don't really have to worry about them in the future as much. So just so much good content. I'd encourage you to listen to this one a couple of times to just pick up on all the great little nuggets about launches and Facebook groups and legal. There was just so much good stuff in here. And I'm so glad that Jenna was on this week. Again, you can get all the show notes over at heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 15 And we'll have all the links, including to Jenna's program and the things that she talked about over there. So again, your show notes links are heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 15. And I'll see you guys next week with another amazing guest. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com.